Toledo. From the Toledo Society, I'm Professor Saeed Khan, and this is 1400 OMG, your guide to what the hell happened in modern Muslim history. In this series, we look into the key events in the Muslim world over the past two centuries and dig deep into some of the root causes of the situation many find themselves in today. Together, we will understand the roots of the Palestine-Israel conflict and understand the history of this important region of the Muslim world. Camp David II and more peace talks. In 2000, peace talks were held at Camp David for the second time. This time, between the Palestinian Authority leader Yasser Arafat Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak, and U.S. President Bill Clinton. The negotiations took an all-or-nothing approach and, as a result, were not successful. Among the issues to be discussed were the division of territory, especially Jerusalem and the Temple Mount, the case for the refugees, the settlements, and security issues, along with the right of return. They were unable to reach an agreement, but the talks between the Israelis and the Palestinians did continue in 2001 at the Tabas summit. Around this time, however, a second intifada broke out, along with violence from both sides. Ultimately, the Tabas summit failed, and the situation remained the same. In 2002, the Quartet on the Middle East, which included the United States, the United Nations, the European Union, and Russia, proposed a roadmap for peace. It was first outlined by President George W. Bush. The quartet drafted a plan for an independent Palestine to exist side by side with Israel in peace. The plan was made up for three phases. In phase one, Palestine and Israel would mutually recognize one another. There would be an end to Palestinian violence and a call for Palestinian government reforms. Israel would also withdraw to lines established in the year 2000. In phase two, which was supposed to occur between June and December of 2003, there was to be an international conference for Palestinian economic relief, a process toward an independent Palestinian state with provisional borders, as well as a discussion on resolving the issue of refugees, arms control, and water issues. Finally, phase three slated to happen in 2004 and 2005, would include an international conference for final status issues, including permanent borders, the status of Jerusalem, refugees, the right of return, and settlements. However, the process reached a deadlock in phase one and never moved past that. Recent events. The start of the 21st century saw the continuation of the Israel-Palestine conflict. Over the past two decades, various events have occurred to keep the animosity and the impasse between the two parties going. Some of the highlights from the past two decades are as follows. In November of 2004, Yasser Arafat died and Mahmoud Abbas took over the Palestinian Authority. In August of 2005, Prime Minister Ariel Sharon ordered a unilateral withdrawal of Israeli forces from Gaza. In January 2006, Hamas won the elections in Gaza. Both the United States and Israel objected to this outcome and sought to isolate the territory. It became subject to the sealing of borders, severe restriction of movement of goods entering the area, as well as Palestinians seeking to leave Gaza for employment in Israel. An embargo was placed on Gaza that remains in place until today. 
In April of 2006, Ariel Sharon was incapacitated by a stroke. He later died in 2013. 2006 was also the year in which the Lebanon War began. Between December of 2008 and January 2009, Operation Cast Lead took place, in which 1,400 Palestinians were killed due to an Israeli incursion into Gaza. Twelve Israelis were also killed in that conflict. In May 2010, a fleet of Turkish ships bringing humanitarian relief to Gaza were stormed by Israeli naval forces. In the aftermath, nine activists were killed by IDF forces. In November 2012, Operation Pillar of Defense took place, in which Israel attacked Gaza after two IDF soldiers were killed. 120 Palestinians were killed within that one week. In the summer of 2014, Operation Protective Edge occurred. Israel attacked after Hamas kidnapped three young Israelis, and as a consequence, 2,300 Palestinians were killed and 67 Israeli soldiers. The various conflicts involving Gaza seem to have common narratives. The Israelis claim that each incursion into Gaza was out of self-defense, as a reaction and response to Hamas launching rockets into southern Israel. Hamas, on the other hand, claimed that it was reacting and responding to both the humanitarian crisis caused by the Gaza lockdown, as well as by provocative military action by Israeli forces. Today, the war between Israel and Palestine seems to have no end, and the crisis continues to drag from one year to the next. Just a quick note regarding Toledo Society. 1400 OMG is one podcast in a network of podcasts called Toledo Society. To find out more, visit ToledoSociety.com. So what does the future hold for the Palestinians and the Israelis? Both sides continue to fight over the same land. Each side is supported by various nations and communities, but there seems to be no end in sight for the conflict. Nations have been unable to even agree upon a solution. Should there be a one-state or a two-state solution? Should Palestine and Israel become one country or two separate countries? The Palestinians have grown pessimistic over time about gaining their own independent state. Meanwhile, settlements continue to expand in the West Bank, as well as around and within East Jerusalem, making it possible for Israel to claim those areas. Over time, Israeli politics have become further to the right, with ultra-Orthodox settlers refusing to consider any negotiation with Palestinians that would involve ceding land. As a response to Israel's policies, the Palestinians have established the BDS movement, Boycott, Divestment, and Sanction. It is a nonviolent movement by Palestinians calling for an international boycott of Israeli products, as well as cultural and academic boycotts, as a way of isolating Israel in the global community, and as a way to pressure Israel into negotiations. Opposition to the BDS movement is based on the idea that this singles out Israel for its policies, whereas other countries around the world are similar when it comes to their treatment of people and yet escape such scrutiny and criticism. The Palestinians of late have faced another challenge. While the United States has always been an ally of Israel, that alliance has certainly been shifted in official policy with the election of Donald Trump. On December the 6th, 2017, fulfilling a campaign pledge that he had made, President Trump recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and announced the relocation of the U.S. Embassy to West Jerusalem from Tel Aviv 
breaking a decades-long U.S. policy. Other countries have been reluctant to move their embassies to Jerusalem as it is still recognized under international law and UN resolutions as occupied territory. Palestinians and their allies protested Trump's decision and used the incident to affirm their long-held view that the United States was not impartial in the peace process and favored Israel within any negotiations. Recently, President Trump has recognized Israel's claim over the Golan Heights, an area it has held since the 1967 Six-Day War, and in violation of international law. And most recently, the United States has asserted that Israeli settlements in the West Bank do not violate international law, despite United Nations and global insistence to the contrary. The prospects for either a one- or two-state solution for the Palestinians remains elusive, and there is no indication that the status quo will change anytime soon. New conclusion. More than a century ago, the Palestinian-Israeli conflict emerged. Along with the map of the Middle East, the fate and the destiny of two communities was altered forever. The British and the French, in order to satisfy and fulfill their own strategic interests and the region, created circumstances which now have reached an impasse. While some of those interests and priorities may have changed or even expired, their legacy has created an area of conflict tension, and violence. While the conflict involves peoples fighting for land, sovereignty, security, and rights, external forces continue to create circumstances which prevent the ability for those most affected to try to achieve a solution which will provide for peace, dignity, and some kind of security in a troubled region. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and don't forget to let us know your thoughts. You can always reach us at ToledoSociety.com. For 1400 OMG, this is Professor Saeed Khan, your guide to what the hell happened in modern Muslim history. Toledo. <laughs>